This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. I am your host, David So. And I'm your other host, uh, Joe Jitsukawa, baby. Now, remember, this podcast is about anything and everything, and we're here to accompany you on your everyday grind. Sometimes people cry. Sometimes we're just fucking fucking around. Other times, I don't fucking know. Either way, we're here with you, you stupid sons of bitches. Every single time I've noticed there's a lady... You make them cry. <laughs> you you comfortable motherfucking therapist. You everybody comes in here and starts crying, but that's awesome. We've had a because that means we get real emotions here. Dude, there was like one episode. Uh, I I brought a friend on here, and it's not gonna go up because it was like I think it was too much. But yeah, she started opening about stuff that I didn't know about, and I was like, oh shit. Like, you sure you want to put this out? She yeah, goes, she got too comfortable. I was like, probably not. I was like, damn, bro. We do have these two microphones here. <laughs> do you know that this is going on air? Yeah, I was like, yo, I I mean, we definitely don't put a, like rarely any cuts in this unless we absolutely have to. And I was like, I can't, I can't put this out because you're, you're. To protect her. To protect yeah. her. Because I was like, you look crazy, dude. Like, and her story Ooh. was a little too personal. It was Ooh. like to the point where I was like, mm, you, you work a regular job. Sometimes like, not- there's like too personal where it's uncomfortable to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wait, your daddy raped you? That's fucking crazy. Yeah, like, it, that's some next level shit that I don't want to talk about. Right? Yeah. For me, I could listen to it. It's just more like, are you sure you want to put this out? Like, it's oh. it's 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 pretty heavy, you know? And like, on, Yeah, like, if she if she killed somebody before or something, it's like, that's too much. That shit, I mean. She, Self-incriminating, dude. Yeah, she was talking about some crazy shit. I was like, yo, I can, I'm not going to put this out for your sake. Especially can because, I see it later? <laughs> I, I don't have it. She asked me to delete it. But it's because she works a regular job. So oh. like when you work a nine to five job and you put your stuff out online like that, it's not a very good look. It makes you look terrible because she was, she was talking about like some some shit about her company culture and like private stuff like that. I was oh, like, you still no. Work? I was like, you still work there, bitch. Oh, like, are no. you fucking insane? But it was like some fucking scandalous shit. Dude. Oh. And I was like, this is some good stuff. But I at the end of the day, I want you to have a fucking job. With all this shit that I've said, I don't think I can ever get a job. <laughs> I don't think ever. I can get a job either, dude. I mean, like, the boss is going to research some shit and they're going to see me talking about getting my ass licked and shit and, and how much I enjoyed <laughs> it. And, um, That's not a good look on any <laughs> career. So there's no – I can't fail. Like, I I have to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah, we kind of we, we kind of fucking put us in the corner, put ourselves in a corner on this one, dude. Like, I can't imagine doing this and then trying to work a corporate job. Like, what what yeah. what, what would happen to me? You know, I I don't know what to do. Dude, I, I'm I'm stuck. Like all the shit that I confessed, everything, everything that I talked about. Yo, I read something really poignant recently though. Like where somebody was talking about um how we are in a culture of 
trying to be more open and emotional about certain things and be more positive. Like, but for example, he goes, I, he, he was like, I don't understand how that makes sense. Well, we're saying that people have the ability to change and become better. But at the same time, those same people will dig something out in your past from 20 years ago and burn you at the cross for it. Because yeah. he goes, well, how do you exp-? It's like, doesn't that rhetoric make it so hard for people to change if they know that no matter what they do, no matter how much they become better as a human being, that you're still going to hold this one thing against them? Why would that make people want to change for the better? It's because those people are stupid and they don't change. Mm. Be the people that are like burning you on the cross and then they're they're like like let's say you said a tweet when you were 14 or whatever right and then you know you're they're like 40 years has passed and they're like look at what kind of human being this is yeah man you don't you haven't lived life i would hate for somebody to judge me for who i was like 10 years ago man like 10 years ago when i when we even that was even before i was doing youtube man like i i was not a very nice person dude like if you guys think i'm an asshole now you should have known me when i first came to the city dude i fucking hated everybody <laughs> The fucking dick, dude. Yeah, I think it depends on people's idea of human nature too. Like, do you think people are inherently like once they're shady, are they like that for the rest of their lives? Or do they do people change? Do people learn their lesson? Turn it around? I'm a firm a believer of uh changing, and people do change. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen it firsthand, not only in myself, but within my friends and within people that I know and acquaintances and everyone. I've seen it happen. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that was one of my reasons of why I wanted to uh, be a psychiatrist and work in the in the in in the jail system, because there's no rehabilitation happening. Yeah. And people just don't understand cause and effect and um, why people do the things that they do. No one thinks they're a bad guy. Mm. ever no yeah. one knows that what they do is wrong it's always everyone else that's wrong right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so well, people never do things knowing that they're shady unless they're really fucked up yeah which is a very small percentage yeah. even the crooks in prison think that they're doing the right thing and it's everybody else that's wrong yeah like like if if i i mean i know a lot of people that um, were generational gangsters right so they couldn't wait to go to jail and mm. and then tell and then show their parents like like, yeah, man, I'm a man now. Like, that was a, a, a rite of passage for for a lot of, like, black males that, that I went to high school with. Like, they're like, yeah, man, I joined, you know, my dad's gang. My grandpa was in the same, like, crip gang or whatever, right? And then it's like, they, they were excited to go to jail for something because that was their way of being like, oh, I'm a man now. Like, I got into, like, a fight in jail. I did this and that. And then, like, I got out. So they serving time was like going to boot camp. It's so weird when I look back at it now and then I kind of see um, the the type of stuff that we used to gas up and get excited. Like yeah. when people would tell us this shit, we're like, yo, that's fucking dope. But it's weird as an adult when I look at it and they go, yeah, you know, I'm over here. I'm repping this gang, this set, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And I look at that. I'm like, you're poor. Like you chose to be poor. Yeah. Like, I feel sad, dude. Yeah. It's I like, feel like, oh. Man, you live in a different world. <laughs> and what I mean by you're poor, it's like, first of all, like morally you're poor. Second of all, like you're choosing like financial instability. You're choosing to be so broke all the time simply because you want to rep what? Like what are you repping? You know but what I they mean? Didn't, they didn't choose the thug life. It chose, chose them, them. <laughs> man. I no, didn't choose this life. That shit's homie. real though, dude. Like I'm, I'm lucky enough to where I had balance in my life where I saw so much different options, right? But then yeah. like a lot of the kids that I went to elementary, junior high, high school with, 
I mean, you live in an environment where your grandparents are are straight. They were a gang member. You know, your mom was a gang member. Like you're you grew up in a crack house where they're having parties every fucking day. Like your world is just completely different. Yeah, it's like how do, and I look at that and I'm like, damn, how would they have broken this cycle? Because it's it's almost damn near impossible. Yo, if you watch some of these like gang videos on on yeah. YouTube, it's hilarious. Not hilarious, but it's kind of funny because some of these older cats, like verbally, they're saying these things, but they're not really providing their kids with a better future simply because they just don't know yeah, how. Yeah, they don't know. They didn't they, they weren't yeah. given that opportunity, but they're over here like, yo, like I'm repping this gang, I'm banging this or whatever, but for my kids, I don't want that. They're smart. They're going to be in school. But as they're saying that, it's it's fucking 12 p.m. on a Monday and their kid is right next to them. Yeah. They, they should have <laughs> like, gone. Yeah. They didn't go to school, bro. Yeah. But, you know, they, they, they verbally, I think they, they want better for their kids. Yeah. They, it's like, I don't want them to do this. But kids emulate their parents because they're their heroes. So yeah. w- who are they supposed to follow? Who are they supposed to follow by example? And you that's know? their world, right? So that's their right and wrong. It's like, you know, killing a rival or whatever. That's their right and wrong. Um, so the, the regular laws just don't apply to them. It's just different rules of, of conduct. And that's just culture, right? Like, uh, it's just that, that, that tribes mentality. So if people started looking at people that way, then you, 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 you know, that like, all it is, is just a program. The way that we go throughout this world is everything is like, we're, this is a computer and we download different programs of what's okay in society, what's not okay. And, um, it's reinforced by the people around you. So I'm getting kind of heady about this. But what I'm trying to say is that there is a there the the brighter part of this is there's a book called like fucking raising or like resilient children or some shit, right? But there are a group of child soldiers that were rescued. So they grew up and all they knew was like fucking murder and like the worst of the worst. Like growing up, um, they were fed drugs by warlords. So they were always like their sense of reality was all fucked up, right? They would hand them AK-47s. And you're talking about like nine-year-olds mm. just going out into the field murdering people. Their friends are fucking raping people in the villages. Sad shit, right? Yeah. You would think they're fucked up forever. They get a chance to come to America or they get rescued by some like, I don't know, like some peace corp or whatever like one of these organizations rescue them and then they go through rehabilitation and they realize oh shit there's a different world out here and i don't have to kill i don't have to do all these things you would think that this motherfucker is going to be a psycho killer for the rest of his life yeah but they become great members of society and there's so Mm. many studies where like yeah there's trauma and, and violence and things that people go through but People do re, uh, change and rehabilitate, and, and 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 there's so many beautiful things that come out from this like ability to to be in hell, and then you rise up from it. And there are, I think, there's a lot of people that don't believe that that can happen. So they think that once you're tainted, once you did something wrong, you're always going to be like that for the rest of your life. Yeah, which I don't think is true. Yeah, there's the human cap human capability is really amazing, yeah. you know, and environment and how people are taught, especially at a young age. Like I've I've seen this growing up my whole life because so I grew up, and my, you guys already know this. Like I grew up in not a great neighborhood, uh, specifically because my parents' store was in a great neighborhood, is a part of South Sacramento, and there are some of these kids that, and I think like I'll be for their parents. I'm pretty sure they're trying their best, or even if not, they there was this thing like back. Like, so if you grew up in the hood. 
here's some simple shit. Some people would just have kids just because they wanted government assistance. Yeah. So that's this is not me just saying shit. This is like legit some shit. Like people. Because I'm pretty sure that's just that tribe's culture, right? Like so, like someone within their like their mom or somebody were like, yeah, you know what you need to do is just pop out kids. Yeah. I didn't even know that until like. I kept hearing it over and over in the store. And yeah. I was like, yeah, what the fuck is this? And I, there's this. And you get more money for not being in a relationship, like with, yeah. with, a, with a husband. So it promotes single mother. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get like the section eight housing and yep. shit. So they're paying like a hundred bucks for a fucking huge ass house because they got three kids mm-hmm. and they're a single mom or some shit. And so like I'm talking about, I remember in the store hearing this girl getting hyped about she got knocked up. She yeah. was like, yo, she was like, yo, I got pregnant. I got another kid. You know, that paycheck, that government paycheck is going to come through that section eight housing. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? What is this stuff? And then I asked a couple of, um, so, you know, a, a couple of the hairstyles that come to my parents' store and get stuff. They're like, yo, it's some sad shit. Like, that's what it is. They get government assistance. So a lot of these like younger women who don't, who just, this is like the neighborhood and their life that they want to live. Like, this is just what it is for them. Yeah. You know, and she goes, it's, it's sad, but that's what it is. And that's the first time I ever found out about that shit. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, I think it's kind of fucked up, but also it is a, everyone's just trying to survive. I think that's what it is, right? Yeah. Um, and you, you, I mean, fuck, like if I could pop out kids and just get paid for it, yeah. <laughs> I wish I can too. Yeah. Um, but if you realize their world, they don't even know that this shit exists. Like what's, they don't understand the possibilities, like what they're personally capable of. Yeah. And we see it as like, oh man, you're throwing your life away, girl. Like, yeah. What are you doing? But I mean, I, I, I get it too. Cause I grew up not even realizing college was an option yeah. and I should, I mean the Asian stereotype, like, I don't think I grew up with the Asian stereotype, right? Like yeah. where people were pushed to their fucking limits to get good grades and go to college. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I mean, I saw that with other people, but I also saw the other side where like college was for geniuses and not for me. Yeah. You know, and it sucks because people, they live, they all live in a bubble. So they don't know that other people don't live in the same fucking bubble. So they, it's easy to look at someone and be like, Hey man, you're wrong because you're doing things that are immoral. It's so easy to look at them because it's like, I'm over here on this high ground. I'm working hard and you're not. Yeah. And I think that's the same mentality people have. It's like, they try to, dig your fucking twitter history for the last 20 years and then they find some shit and they're like look at how homophobic this guy is yeah. <laughs> look at how look at how racist this fucker is yeah you know i think people get off they get off on being this like moral knight and they it's love, like people love taking people down man yeah. like it makes them feel like i'm the hero in the story and yeah. it's a very it's fucking pathetic man. fuck cancel cancel culture is cancerous man like that one fucker that that was like my dress my, my, my culture is not your fucking dress oh, and then you bitch. you actually dig further and he's out there using the n-word and all that stuff and it's like yeah they pulled that shit out but you also cannot you know it's the whole like he he's without sin cast the first stone yeah, or that's whatever biblical right? shit you bitch everyone's doing that same shit or in dave Chappelle's case he without <laughs> he without sin must cast the first rock and I shall smoke at this. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. This podcast is brought to you by Purple. Now, if have you have ever had a terrible night's sleep, I'm talking about your backs is hurting. I'm talking about the upper backs. I'm talking about the lower backs. Well, guess what? I guarantee you ain't got a purple mattress like I do because purple mattress, my friend, mattress, helps me sleep because it's a mattress 
that's soft and firm at the same time. I'm talking about this mattress was developed with technology made for rocket scientists. I'm talking about a purple mattress, my friends, that helped me with my insomnia, that helped me get a better night's sleep. And I'm telling you, if you haven't had this mattress before, guess what? You are missing out. This is going to be a 100-night risk-free trial if, if my friends, you want one. If you're not fully satisfied with it, you can return your mattress for a full refund backed by a 10-year warranty, free shipping, and returns. You're going to love Purple. And right now, my listeners will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text BRAIN to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text BRAIN to 84-888. That's B-R-A-I-N to 8-4-888. It's weird. Like people have this odd like moral high ground. And you know, I think I'm guilty of this too because when something doesn't rub with me right morally, I'm pretty sure anybody can dig up something that I say and said like, well, you've done this. It's very true. We just have strong opinions. Yeah, we have very strong opinions too. And also too, when people say like, I'm not a hypocrite, you're fucking lying, dude. Everybody's a hypocrite. Because we, it's, yeah. it's hard, it's hard to look inwards a lot, right? Especially yeah, when we feel yeah. a certain way, we want we we project a lot of things that we hate that we see in ourselves. So, or you're afraid that people see in you. Yeah. So, so yeah, talk, man. Yeah. People used to come. They're like, "Yo, you're such a hip." You said this in your last year. I was like, "Probably did." <laughs> I'm like, "You're right. I'm a hypocrite if I've ever saw one, motherfucker." You know like, what I've been doing re- recently? So it's like I'm trying to create this whole concept of um, how to deal with like negativity online right Mm -hmm. so um kind of working on it maybe i might turn it into a book or something but um uh, so now everybody's online Mm -hmm. right and i've been online i I actually was a very early adopter of online culture aol days i was like 13 years old not a lot of people was online yet so the online bullying online like targeted bullying by other people like the harassment Hacking into your shit, calling your house nonstop, prank calling your parents, um, like getting your account suspended, all these like online tactics. That was like the beginning of it. And then like doxing and all this shit, right? Yeah. And then later, like um, people do it all the time now, online harassment. But I'm so used to that shit because I experienced it when I was like 13 or 14. That now it's like once you get physically jumped and all these other things, you're just like, what are you talking about? But I yeah, do yeah, remember yeah, yeah. being harassed online and how much it fucked me up, like getting my accounts canceled and shit like that. Yeah. And even though the way that it's done today, it's different because today, like you see the person's face, you see like mm-hmm. it's very real, right? Yeah. Um, And then so it's like, how do people deal with this new phenomenon? Like, like. How, like, at least you knew the face of your bully back then. Yeah. At least your bully was scary and, like, you knew that that fucker was walking your way. Oh, shit, right? Mm -hmm. Versus now, like, it can be someone from Germany and you don't even know this person, but they're just bullying the fuck out of you or, like... For, and you don't even know who they're – it's fake accounts. It's all these things. How do you deal with not being able to fight back? And there's like a lot of naivety on my part when it comes to when I say, oh, shit, if I have a kid, I want to make sure that they're not on the social media shit. But it's like how? Like they're yeah. – that, that is the current standard. So am, am I going to – like it, yeah, I understand you know trying to control the amount and how they perceive it and what they do. 
But to try to take that away when it's it's just, just social norm and a standard, it's going to be a very yeah, ha- uphill battle. Like, because I don't, I don't know if I can do that. Right? Because that's like if our parents were like, "You can't use the telephone." Exactly. Why? Because it's bad influence. <laughs> it's like yeah. motherfucker, dude. <laughs> like we need to we need to use the phone. Yeah. I mean, what, what the fuck else am I supposed to do? And I feel like if I if I take that away from my kids, is what the fuck are you doing, man? So the best way I'm thinking, like the best thing I want to put out there is to create a something where people can deal with troll and negativity um like um synchronized like targeted bullying like you know all this shit right yeah. there's so many there's just a whole different world of online culture and i think it's fucking with people's heads so far so much because they can't escape it at least for us it's like i get anxiety before i went to school because i knew i was going to see this fucking bully mm-hmm. but i but after school finished, that's it. I'm home. I'm safe. But now these now not just kids, but adults, everybody, as long as you're on Twitter or, or Facebook or you could be just scrolling through whatever. And it's like, here's that fucker commenting again. Man, the bullying, too. It, it's so weird when I hear people, they're, they're like. They go, I'm going to stop bullying by 20 something. I was like, you'll never stop bullying. That is built into our fucking DNA as animals like Mm -hmm. bullying you will never ever ever stop and one of the and i feel like this is a really good this is really good advice to give is instead of trying to stop bullying which no actually don't try to stop bullying but for me good advice is try to understand what you can control and what you can't control yeah because you can't control why this kid has some kind of fucked up upbringing to why he has to constantly ridicule you to make himself feel better right but you can try to do things to prevent that to make you feel a certain way Right. And yeah, that was the best way that I learned how to deal with it. Because when I was a kid, I was the fucking look, mind you, man, weird looking fucking kid. When I got bullied, I went home. I looked in the mirror. I said, I get it. You know, but yeah. I couldn't really I couldn't help it. But so what I started doing in, in order to, number one, how to cope with it and get better at it is I learned how to, number one, stand up for myself. Number two, I started learning how to do like self-deprecating humor. Yeah. Because in my mind was like, if I already made fun of myself, how can you make fun of me, dude? You can't. Like my jokes at myself were better than yours. And that started that started allowing me to cope with it and eventually that, that bullying kind of stopped because it wasn't really funny anymore. Like I'm not the I'm not the butt of the joke. Mm-hmm. So there was ways for me to learn how to deal with it outside of putting that pressure on everybody else to hurry up and change and leave me alone. Yeah. It's just because it's not gonna fucking happen, man. Yeah, I mean you're totally right. I think um I I belong more to this school of thought where it's like criminals are always going to exist you need to learn self-defense yeah i think the other school of thought is like we should all evolve as a society and like change Mm. and i'm like you can't change human nature but also when they hear that they hear let's avoid the problem so Mm. um it's i think it's just a communication error because i'm not avoiding the problem i'm not allowing that bully exists i'm just trying to empower people to deal with bullies yeah. Versus, um, you know, like people are like, well, maybe you got to sit down and talk. To, yeah, we're all trying to deal with it, but in different ways. Right. Like, for example, like you can't ever rule out violence. Like, I think it's 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 hopeful thinking like it's it's awesome if we could we can not ever have violence, mm-hmm. but it's human nature. Yeah. And you got to be realistic about it. Right. It's like if you open up a store in a bad neighborhood are you going to get mad that you got robbed? Because to me, it's like, yes, morally, you shouldn't have got robbed, mm-hmm. but you should know that the crime rate here is high yeah. and you're statistically vulnerable 
It's like, duh, motherfucker. So, yeah, it's like when we were when we were doing this JK News a while ago, like I remember there was this article about a girl who, number one, went to South America. And and when she went to South America, it was she was already warned about how dangerous the area that they were staying in was. And for women specifically not to go out at night. Yeah. Right. Because they were just rapists everywhere. Right. And it's just like, but you shouldn't be raping in the first place. I am a <laughs> woman. I'm going to fucking do my thing. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, I think she got kidnapped and raped. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, and this is this is prior to I think there was conversations where people say, hey, you say people shouldn't be raping in the first. No sh- fucking shit. I think Fuck. we all agree. I think we all yeah, agree. I think we all agree. I mean, it's like the couple that decided that they're not going to let their racism or whatever stop them from biking into ISIS territory and they get fucking murdered by ISIS. Yeah. And it's like these people, I think, are very um, – I, I call it like just bubble sheep, right? Like they're yeah. just – they just have no clue how dangerous the world really is. Um, 100%. And to me, it's like if you if you decide to swim with piranhas and you get bit – is it the piranha's fault? Yeah. Like, sure, piranha shouldn't be attacking humans, but you decided to swim in that tank. And and what why do you think that you can change the world in this way? It's almost really selfish mm. and like very self-righteous to yeah. think that you are Jesus himself. Like you're you the could, exception to the fucking rule. Like what's yeah. what's going to happen? Like I just hearing that article too, I remember I was irritated. I was like, "What the fuck are you thinking, dude?" Like, I understand that that the, the world is fucked up and it shouldn't be that way. But the fact of the matter is, as of right now, yeah. it is. And you doing that wasn't going to evoke the change in that country in that specific area to not have you get hurt. Like it wasn't yep. there for you. It wasn't safe for you. What the fuck yep. were you thinking? I'm not happy that ha- it happened to that person. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, yeah. it's like, dude, you could have made a better choice. Well, a lot of people hear that. And make the argument like you shouldn't blame the victim and all these things um, because I think it's just a communication error is that it's like we live in different worlds, right? Like I think the people that believe these things, they have a they, – they kind of don't have a realistic idea of how the world and humans are. are. So they might have a more um, optimistic idea mm. of this world like if 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 there were no guns then we wouldn't have war or like they would have this mentality which is a dope way to think and want to achieve but realistically they have they, they just not they're just not realizing the amount of work that it takes to get there and how fast you can get there so what do you think about the whole like uh especially because recently um they had the uh there was there was three shootings, right? So actually, yeah. the, Gil- the Gilroy Garlic Festival, which was I was supposed to go to, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, I was actually supposed to go to that, yeah. but because of Gina's birthday, decided yeah. that we weren't going to go. And then there was the one; it was in Texas, right? El Paso, El Paso, Del yeah, Paso? El Paso, and then um, Ohio. Yeah, and then if you see all the killers, they all look like nerdy McLovins. It's I so know. weird; they all look the fucking same, dude, with dude. the same glasses and everything. I heard too that, be- <laughs> yo, I heard too because um, they all put out like the, the the thing that they had in common was yeah. they put out a manifesto at like 4chan or some shit like that or 8chan or whatever. Fuck. And so he's thinking about actually shutting down his forum because of that, because Damn. they're using that as a platform either to gain notoriety or be famous before they do these Damn. things. So he's thinking about shutting that shit down. 
which is kind of crazy. And I know that every time this happens, happens like there's this flare of like gun control happening, yeah. gun control. And I don't know anything about gun control and guns. And I don't know what the solution is because I just don't want to come out and say like, well, we're going to get rid of all of our guns. Because if, if I just think about it from my layman terms of knowledge, I don't think that's possible. So I'm looking for well, what is what is the option that we have to – what is the solution to make this – make sure that this doesn't happen as frequent, right? Well, so, okay. There's – Man, there's so many ways to look at this and it's and it's just like one of those huge like cultural topics that gets really touchy cuz like um you know me I'm a gun owner and um I wouldn't call myself a gun rights advocate but I am very well informed about this stuff right because there's a lot of ways you can look at the whole gun debate. You have one camp and this is, I'll go from the extremes, right? You have one camp that believes that we should be like Japan or Australia or Europe, where we completely do away with this outdated Second Amendment rule. We take out all the guns and we melt them down, just like what Australia did. And we will have no more, you know, mass shootings, or at least what we can do is try to change that, right? So that's their, that's their point of view. Um, and um, the opposition to that is, well, you know, the only people that are going to turn in their guns are law-abiding citizens. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and so all the drug dealers and criminals and all these people, they're not going to turn in their guns because all those guns are illegal. illegal. Yeah. Right. So uh, now all the good citizens who follow the law, they're going to be unarmed, which is now going to create like this, you know – Oh, it's a it's a it's a fucking free free for all for all criminals. Now we now we know that we can go rob these people and like they don't they don't have guns. Yeah. Right. So that's that's the other side of the argument to that. Okay. Now there's also like in between where like some people are like, well, why do we have to have these crazy military grade guns? Like, why can't we just have like hunting rifles and make it okay there? Which in a lot of control, like highly controlled gun countries, like I, I say like Canada or whatever, like um, maybe Japan's a good example is like guns aren't completely outlawed there. But if you want to go hunt or whatever, like there's a strict way that process that you could go by yeah. doing that. And so, yeah, that that's one argument or some people that are like and this is more like on the left side, they'll be like, well, you shouldn't you shouldn't have to have like these high powered things, maybe just a handgun or maybe just this or why do we have to have these mass killing things? Right. And um, so they don't want to limit all they don't want to take away all the guns, but they do want to limit like what types of guns. Mm-hmm. And then so and then I would say the right argument to that would be like, well, what if the bad guy has a bigger gun than me? Like you limit my ability to have 30 bullets let's say 10 of these guys come and i don't i'm not a good target shooter like i can't get them all like and only have like five bullets in my gun um there's just so many of these like instances of like well this and then this it's like abortion it's like all these topics right it's so fucking hard to just find a middle ground because of these reasons and on top of that there's culture. So, for example, city culture is completely different from rural culture. Yeah. Right? City culture, like, there's really no need for a gun unless for self-protection or whatever. Mm. Like, you're not out there hunting every day. You're not doing all this other stuff. Um, 
but farm culture, you don't, you, you know, a lot of people kind of have to be the police for each other. Like your neighbor might be like 30 miles away or whatever. Right. And everyone kind of watches out for each other. And what are you going to do when all these coyotes come and you got to like fucking protect your livestock or what's happening in New Mexico and Arizona is you have like the drug drug uh, cartel like kind of coming through and crossing the border with like fucking massive guns and SUVs and things like that. They're running down these little towns out on the border and no one knows about that. So that's like one of the reasons why people just want to secure that area because the police force there isn't strong enough. And I know this also because I know a a volunteer police officer, he goes out there and um, he does community service. Like, so you could be a part-time cop in areas that really need their help. Right. And he says that even though there's a lot of volunteer police officers that would come and help out, like they have to do this hush, hush, thing with the drug cartels because they're like well we could either cause a lot of problems in your town or just let us pass by and he's like i fucking hate that Mm. but there's just for some reason like not enough manpower and not enough staff and not enough money and not enough everything so what the citizens want to do is like they want to arm themselves and feel protected. It's literally the wild west out there. It's like a third world country. And people don't know that this shit exists in America because we're out here in the city. We're out here in, 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 in areas that are kind of, there's a police like right, right down the street or whatever. Like we feel safe. That's the thing I think about a lot too. When I, when we, when I go to like North Carolina or some kind of fucking honky tonk town and I'm like, if I got murdered right now, Nobody would know for at least a month. Exactly. Like nobody would fuck. How would you know? My house is in the middle of a fucking forest. How the fuck would you know somebody killed me? Yeah. So that's why you would you would see these. That's why they're more Republican and all that. And they're like, man, you, you fucking Democrats are trying to take my guns away. I would feel the same way, too. And it's like it's so easy to tell them. Why don't you learn how to code and fucking move to Silicon Valley? Just get the fuck out of there. But it's hard to leave your roots, like where you were born, with your friends, your family, everything. And and if you guys live in a rural area, and they're tight knit communities, they're they're like a family within a family. You know what is what is the do you know what the proposed ideas are for better gun control? So what what is the step to get a gun now? Like it's 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 dependent on the state. Oh, okay. So so it's, the, so it's not um, universal. No, no. Well, there's 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 like people that are trying to push a universal background check. Yeah. So like California has more of the strict laws, um, 10 days. You have to, after you apply, it's a 10 day background check. It goes straight to the state. They see if you have any prior convictions, they see if you have, um, any felonies and, or like violent crimes, or if anyone has a, a restraining order on you, if you've recently, you know, been diagnosed with any mental disorders stuff like that yeah um and then they just want 10 days because what a lot of people do is like back in the day to just buy a gun and fucking kill themselves yeah so they they want you to kind of take that time make sure you're not Mm. acting fucking crazy yeah so so you get you, you so there's a 10 day uh background check and then afterwards like you you basically What's the word? Yeah, you get your gun if you clear. And yeah, and it's 18 for rifles. 
21 for handguns. Yeah, because yeah, that's the problem. Like, I just, you know, when, you know, people always try to ask, I don't know why you guys ask YouTubers about this shit, unless like people, unless the YouTuber knows what the fuck they're talking about. I'm, you know, and, and there's like subjects that when it comes to politics or even something like gun control. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Like they're like, well, can you put up this thing to to take away guns for everybody? I'm like, I don't know what that solution is because it's funny because you mentioned that shit where you yeah. were like, because uh, I haven't really read up too much about the stuff, but I did think about that. I did think about okay, so you're asking people who have registered guns to give up their weapons, yeah. right? Okay, fine. But what about the people who don't have registered guns? It's like then yeah. I get scared now. Now I'm scared, right? Yeah. Because that one thing that I had for protection and then you put it out there for everybody to know, every fucking criminal to know yes. that every citizen in this world, in, in in the United States, will not have a gun to protect them. That scares yep. me. That scares the fuck out of me. Yep. Because y'all motherfuckers, if I say I don't have a gun, who's who's to say I don't who, who, or I do? You don't know. Yeah. Motherfucker, I'll shoot you in the face. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know about that shit. I mean, Neil deGrasse Tyson just, posted something right 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 after the um Mm -hmm. shootings right and man this is such a touch touchy subject because i hate fucking mass shooters i hate that the gun is used in this manner with towards civilians and things like that right and um for me like it's it's not an it's not very i i need to be emotional but sometimes I'm too much of a macro thinker. So, and I, I think Neil deGrasse Tyson did the same thing where he was like, hey guys, like every time something happens, take a step back and not dive into emotional things. And then he was like, so, you know, within the last year, like 800 people died from the flu, yeah. 300 people died from this. And he just came and listed, there's a lot of things that because there's this meme that was going around with all the different flags of how many mass shootings it's zero and then America has like 250 mm-hmm. or whatever right so someone as genius as him he was getting so much fucking ridicule because i get it like you can't talk about this stuff because people are so pissed like and and, and they they don't want to hear anything and they're just like why do we live in a world where there are people coming out and shooting others for no reason and all this stuff and um i i it's it's a tough thing to talk about especially if you're a gun owner and then you believe that people should be armed because now people are like well why all these people are just going to be like the old west shooting each other i get that too because i don't trust everybody with guns Mm mm-hmm I think some people are complete fucking morons and they don't train and they don't, they're not even prepared to do it. So, but it's difficult because that's the world we live in and that's the society that we in kind of inherited, right? Mm-hmm. So I personally think it's a cultural issue. My, my, mm-hmm. my whole take on this is, okay, so during our parents' generation, yeah. when they were kids or whatever, right, you can mail order guns. They didn't oh. have this mass shooting phenomenon is our generation thing. Guns were so available. Like, remember when we did that uh, sailing trip with that native yeah, Hawaiian yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, right? And remember how he was like, when we were kids, we would just walk around with our rifles. Oh, that's right. We would shoot pigs down. And when we got the fucking pig, we would take it to the liquor store and then they would give us candy. Yeah. So they walked around with rifles, bro. Like, and and like well Jess's dad was saying like yeah when we would be driving around and we see some like um pheasant or whatever we would just pull over real quick shoot them and then 
out on the re- regular interstate. Yeah. Everything was just no people were walking around like this is a fishing pool or whatever. Like it wasn't like, oh no, this guy's gonna fucking kill me. Like people weren't pointing it at each other on a daily basis. So what I think is there's social decay. And I think um this is this is what a lot of uh I guess a Republican talking point or whatever. But one of the things that they want to focus more on is is what's going on with American families that that's driving these young people to go out so violently and wanting to shoot and go crazy. Like what's happening to our families? Mm. What's what's happening there that's that's making this happen, you know? Which I also believe in is like maybe you gotta do a bunch of things, right? Like um Because the solution yeah. The solution seems so simple, and when I hear a simple solution, yeah. I automatically think it's not going to work. It's because, not a simple solution because though. nothing in yeah. this world that I've learned, you know, has ever been that simple. For for somebody to come out and say, like my people, people know I'm I'm actually scared of guns, you know. Yeah. So I'm I'm not neither here or there on things, right? So for me, as somebody who is an outsider who's just looking at it, I just. I don't know what the viable solution is because I don't know anybody who's bringing up a solution that's of sound mind. It's just yeah. too here or it's too there. It's yeah, like, it's difficult. There's man. there's something there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I don't know if there's if I don't know who that leader is that could really help us figure out what that's going to be. Because right now it's what I hear is get rid of every single gun. And to me, that's asinine because it's not possible. I you mean, not, there's 800 million guns in yeah. the U.S. You're, you're, How is that going to happen? You're not going to do yeah. that. So let's take that off the table because it's not realistic. Let's not say fucking unrealistic things, right? Yeah. And and also, it's just ingrained into the American culture of if you do that, then you're going to get a lot of people that is going to turn on the government cuz one of the one of the reasons why there are gun owners too is not for the fact of hunting or any other things but there's a lot of people that believe that that is how you keep our government scared now i'm not a part of that belief camp but i'm just saying that there's a group of people that that think it's their it's it's their american duty just as much as voting just mm-hmm. as much as all these things to buy a gun and to keep the government in check yeah so and also i on the other side of things too like i also find it really stupid like with people's like connections to their guns are a little bit extreme like they're like you taking away my gun is you tell me i can't be american it's like all right bro like, yeah i mean like, yeah it's it's like, a very emotional topic man yeah so whether you talk to the right or the left it's very fucking irrational and emotional and it can go really bad because no one's listening to each other and yeah. for me ultimately it's there's a there's a fine balance to everything and it's difficult to to apply one law with a whole country of people with different value systems yeah, like yeah, so so the the law that applies to a city dweller it's not going to be the same law that applies to some farmer hmm. for sure yeah yeah because i did think about that too like i said just out in the middle of nowhere i'm yeah. gonna get a gun because I don't, I don't know when. By the time I call a cop, how fast? I don't. I'm scared of that now, and I live in a city. Yeah. Like when some shit goes down, I'm not thinking. Yo, if I call the cops, they'll be here in the next thirty fucking seconds. Yeah. Somebody tries to break down my door, I'm gonna fucking shoot them. Like you know what I mean? Right. Because who? I'm. I'm basically. I am expecting the best result in a situation where the best result result rarely happens. Yeah. Right. Because I think when people, when people kind of grow up in a nice neighborhood, they don't realize they you know, don't. when you call a cop, they yeah. don't come immediately. Yeah. I they, mean, they I've been told, don't. 
I've been told by people, I've had this debate, right? They're like, why don't you use a bat? Why don't you learn martial arts? Bitch. Why don't you do this? I'm like, okay, I'm a five foot seven dude that's about 150, 160 pounds, right? Like, I could only do so much. There's six feet guys out there, multiple guys out there. And then even me, there's, there's women that are 5'10 with 100, like 4'10 with, with 100 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah. What, you know, and it just sucks that we do live in this world, but you don't understand the threats that can happen. Hey, everybody. This podcast is brought to you by Away, the thoughtful luggage for modern travel. Now, personally, I love Away luggages. Number one is actually the thing that I use when I travel a lot. So you guys already know, or if you don't know, I'm actually on a traveling food show right now. So the Away luggage has been my luggage that I carry on with me everywhere that I go. Number one is very simple. The wheels on it are great. They glide like a mofo. And on top of that, I love the way it's designed. I mean, you can get it in multiple colors. I personally like the sleek black one that I have. It's very inconspicuous. And what I like about it the most, my friends, is the fact that it works with my style. So the one that I have actually has an ejectable battery. So you guys know when you travel, you're on your phone. Sometimes you have layovers. Well, guess what? In the back of the bigger carry-on that I have, there is an ejectable battery, and I use that to charge my phone or whatever I have that uh, needs a quick charge. Or, for example, I have wireless earbuds. So if my wireless earbuds die, well, not to worry. I have an ejectable battery in the back that I always go to. So if you don't have the bigger carry-on, you can get the regular carry-on, which is also lightweight, very durable. There's a 100-day trial that allows you to use these products. And if you don't like it, you can return it or whatever you like. A limited lifetime warranty. Uh, They'll fix or replace your bag if it ever gets damaged. A built-in compression pad, which helps you pack more. And there's just a lot more features on these bags. So remember, guys, a 100-day trial on everything Away makes. Take it on the road and live with it. Travel with it. Get lost with it. If you decide it's not for you, you can return any non-personalized item for a full refund, no ifs, and or asterisk buts. <laughs> so uh, check it out, guys. Um, so for our Genius Brain listeners, for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash geniusbrain and use the promo code geniusbrain during checkout. Once again, for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash geniusbrain and use promo code Genius brain, that's one word, genius brain, during the checkout to get $20 off. Dude, we have a friend recently um, that got his house broken into and robbed by yep. like three dudes. And he was fortunate enough that he wasn't there. Yeah. And he lives in a very nice fucking neighborhood. You don't know these type of things. And they only recently caught these guys after they raided and broke into like three or four people's homes. Yep. And it took like four or five houses to get raided to, for them to finally get caught. Yep. And that's the type of shit that freaks me out. Because if I was in that house, I would have shot that motherfucker in a fucking instant. Yeah. And I, I mean, and, and that's what I mean by like a lot of blind sheep. They they're the other side of the argument that they don't understand that this stuff exists. It happens. It and happens. They want to be blind the to time. it. Yeah. We have cop friends too. Yo, I'm talking about. I have a cop buddy that tells me. He goes, I was like, well, how many crimes do you think? I it, it basically came up to a topic because there's this guy that flipped out and he started stabbing people at this Carl's Jr. Right, and I was like, yo, how come that wasn't on the news? He goes, 
why would we put that? Well, they won't be on the news because shit like that happens in LA every day, every day, a hundred and something yep. times a fucking day. So the stuff that you see on the news, he goes, that's just the amount that they can cover, and they have yeah. to pick and choose which is bigger than the other. He goes, that type of shit happens so often. You have no idea how many times I have to go in for somebody getting stabbed, yeah. shot, robbed, beaten, almost to damn death every fucking day in the city. He goes, you just yep. don't hear about it. Just because you don't hear about it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that freaks me out. That he was so just like, yep, it happened. He goes, that actually happened yeah. uh, yesterday too at another Burger King. I'm like, what the fuck, are, what the fuck is and, going on? And it's crazy, dude. It's just, it sucks, but that's the world we live in. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like, I, I mean, I believe in self-defense and I believe that I'm going to exercise my right if I can have, I'm Stephanie's going to here. do it. Stephanie, we're uh, wrapping up this podcast. Uh, let me let me call you in like 30 seconds. <laughs> No, it's okay. Love you. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that's Stephanie. She's going to be on the next podcast. Yeah, but I mean, it's a touchy subject. Um, I'm all, you know, a lot of people are also afraid to talk about this stuff, especially in entertainment, especially in, in L.A. being such a liberal state. I'm always down to talk about it. Yeah, because, you know, like I, I'm OK with being hated. Um, and I, I it's not if I talk about it, it doesn't mean that I like mass shootings. I fucking hate mass shootings. Well, I pe- hate People Those people, that. You, I hate criminals. Yeah. Like I don't want them to fucking do this shit. I think when 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 we speak about thought, right? Yeah. People people kind of just get entrenched in their own views, and they want to think the worst out of you because it affects them personally on a personal level. So yeah. for me, I like conversation, and I want people to talk about it so I can understand. So just because somebody, you, when people hear, I see it all the time. They go, "You're pro gun. You like fucking murders." Like, yeah, and they what take the it, fuck are you talking? How, how did you get there? They take it so far. Like, I'll say a few things that might sound Republican, and all of a sudden, I'm an alt right motherfucker. Yeah. I say a few things that sound liberal, and it's like, dude, there's just two different schools of thought that I kind of agree with some points on both sides, and 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 they are the leading force of certain thoughts. So I'm just, who else am I gonna fucking quote? Yeah. You know, like it's it's like on the gun debate. There's two schools of thoughts. Dude, there's this fucking funny thing where I I was on a plane. And um, there was this like straight up, I'm talking about Mexican homie. This dude looked Mexican as fuck. Like I'm talking about as Mexican as Mexican can get in LA. And this fool had a make make America great again, like hat, right? Mm-hmm. You can see everybody in the plane is like super fucking uncomfortable looking at him. And then I started laughing, right? Yeah. And then people were like, why are you laughing? I was like, he's doing his best to make sure he's not going to get deported. <laughs> ah. I was like, I don't, I don't think you understand. I think that's his ploy to be like, nobody's thanking me for like, he got that bucket. Because, bro, you look Mexican as fuck. I was like, damn, dog. I don't think you guys realize this is like the smartest thing he's doing right now. That's he's true. like, nobody's fucking taking me today. Say, I'm on your side. I, say. <laughs> I, know, I don't give a fuck. Eh? Make America great again, yeah. right? The fuck Mexican people. Like, well, guys, um, that wraps up this uh, episode of the yeah. Genius Brain Podcast. Yo, uh, let's let's sp- uh, spark that conversation, man, because I, I yeah. really don't know. I mean, I'm interested too. So, in the comments, um, I want to see if you guys have a solution that might be well. And I, I, a lot of the things that I hear are from people that don't really research the history. Look it um, up. It's a yeah, lot. They even miss identify like. And categorize the gun. So it's like, if you're going to talk about cars, know your car. Yeah. If you're going to talk about guns, know, know your guns. Your guns. Yeah. So same thing, because I want to have discussions and, and I want to read in the comments um, different viewpoints. Because maybe there's something that I missed. Maybe there's something that I didn't really 
think through. Yeah. A lot of the talking points I've seen and read, but I still want to know more. Yeah. And don't be fucking mad when you do it either. Just fucking talk, you stupid sons of bitches. <laughs> they could be mad. I don't care. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, you can f- see us on a Spotify podcast, any type of podcast platforms out there. We're talking about iTunes. If you're on there, give us that five star. Say what's up. I love you very much. Your mom kisses me so sweet at night. She has soft lips. Fuck you guys. I love you very much. Peace. She smelled like a mothball. <laughs>